ladies and gentlemen, welcome. She's laughing already. I love it. This is why I married her, folks. This is why I married her. Welcome to the first episode of Turtly Devoted, a new podcast for nerds and the people who love them. Honey, so great to have you here. You obviously represent the nerd, and I would be the person who loves you, correct? Uh, I don't think so. I think it's the opposite. It is definitely the opposite. You have the... the uh, Credentials. The, yeah, the degree in biology. Right. right. I don't. I have a degree in art. Anyway, so this is a new show we're really excited to bring to you um, called Turtly Devoted. And um, yeah, this is my lovely blushing bride, Shannon. Hello. Hi, Shannon. And I'm Anthony. You may recognize my sultry voice from the podcast. <laughs> um, if you, I know. It like makes you want to throw up right when I say stuff like that. Okay. Um, especially you, because you have to live with me. But um, the reason I bring up the podcast is because I'm going to call this podcast the podcast or a podcast as often as I possibly can um, without catching myself. So I'm going to call it like the Turtly Devoted Podcast, but it's not a podcast. It's a podcast. Just wanted to clear the air, get that out of the way. Definitely. Yeah. You feel better now? Yeah. Like you got that off your chest? <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So you've been the one pushing to do this, actually. Um, what's up with that? I just thought it'd be nice to uh, get the other person's um, side of being married to someone who has such a uh, profound hobby. Oh, I like that. Okay. Profound hobby. (laughs) It's a very nice way of putting it. Mm -hmm. She she cringes as she says it. But uh, actually, I think the turtles bring us together quite a bit. I think it's nice. I think it's something that we bond over. It hasn't always been like that. We'll get into that. And there's still struggles every single day with my ridiculousness and your basically putting up with me. Right. Yeah. So we're excited to talk about that. Definitely. Yeah. So um, we should probably talk about what we've been doing this morning and last (laughs) night. Right? I know. I think we should start with our background first, but it's up to you. No, I think, well, I think we'll start with the story. Okay. We obviously planned for this a lot, folks. We have a, a very <laughs> uh, in-depth outline. We're just really trying to make sure the tech works out. And then if an episode happens, great. So that's mm-hmm. where we're at. So don't judge us. We'll have, don't judge us. We'll have a better outline for episode 2.0. Okay. So you want to start? All right. So, uh, what our 24 hours have been like, uh, it started, well, let's go back two weeks. Uh, two weeks ago, Anthony unfortunately had to go to a funeral, um, which was stressful in itself because given COVID and, um, how extreme we are taking COVID. And, um, I received a phone call from him after (laughs) I couldn't deal with this. After the funeral, expecting him to maybe be crying or, you know, it was his great aunt and very close to her. And instead I got a call from him, um, very angry and irate at me because he drove his Mazda (laughs) three to the funeral, which had a gigantic dent in it from him getting into a motor vehicle accident five years ago. Traffic collision. Um, he had no hubcaps. We still don't know where one of them 
Yeah, one of them is missing. One of them is gone. Anyway, so he called me mad that I didn't let him drive our minivan because he was embarrassed to drive his Mazda 3. And so I let him just, you know, swear at me and tell me what a piece of crap I was. I don't know if it was that extreme, but okay. It was pretty bad. Okay. So Great. Everyone's thinking you're being abused four minutes into our first podcast. We hung up the phone and I thought, I'll show him. And I called our local Honda dealer and got him a truck that he's been wanting for years. This makes me sound like a really big baby. For the record, (laughs) I've been driving bad, like crappy cars since I was a kid. Like since I've had my license. Always. I always have the hoopty. Always. Because I don't care about it that much. But let me tell you, I am very excited because the new car came yesterday. came and let us sign for everything right in our driveway which is pretty cool, but continue. So anyway, yesterday was supposed to be a really positive day. The day before was our daughter's birthday. This was Anthony's big day. He was finally getting this truck that he's been wanting. Life was really good. And about a half hour before this was all supposed to take place, I went into the backyard and noticed that our gate was open. And then I looked around the yard and realized our tortoises were missing. And... Um, how many turtles and tortoises? Just to give a general answer. Don't, don't tell uh, me really what the answer is. About 182 exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Roughly. <laughs> Roughly exactly 182. Okay. So of those 182, I like one. Just <laughs> you one. Like, you like several. You love one. Okay. I on. can deal with 181 of them, but I really love one. And of course... That's the only one that is still missing. Yeah, we found the others. We got neighborhood watch going on. Everyone in the neighborhood is out looking for the tortoises. Um, and one, Lenny. The So how I explain my wife being the apple of my eye, the cream of my coffee, my blushing bride. That's how she feels about Lenny. She loves yeah. Lenny more than she loves me. Which is okay. But it's not okay right now because we're we're obviously very sad that he's missing. So... Um, we spent the morning with our daughters walking around. I'm walking through people's backyards. Like I own the joint, probably got the cops called on me. Good thing we weren't out there for too, too long, but hopefully we find him. I'm sorry, honey. Yeah. I know you're struggling with it. You know. So the gate was left open. I don't know if you said that. Did you say that? The gate was left open. There's a lot of theories. A lot of theories. A lot lot of, uh, conspiracy theories. We did have a slight rainstorm the night before, uh, I think Anthony's probably going with that theory. No, I'm going with the our three-year-old terrorist of a daughter, okay. Madalena, who I love and is probably my best friend on the earth. She, But she is a terrorist and she can't be negotiated with. It was probably her. Um, I have several theories, but that gate is used for one purpose. Mm. And that is for my husband to come in and out when he comes home from work so that he doesn't expose us to COVID. So he opens the gate. He's then supposed to close the gate and enter the house, throw his uh, clothes in the wash. And then walk naked through the house. Yep. <laughs> so anyway, you know, we don't really know uh, how it happened. Yeah. But nonetheless, I lost 10 pounds during COVID and um Woke up at midnight and ate brownies by myself, stressed out about our tortoise last night. So I'm a stress eater too. <laughs> so I haven't lost weight during COVID at all. 
put on the old COVID-60. So, hey, that's that's kind of where we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, we're joking and, and trying to make the podcast fun, but we're, uh, we're, like no, it's really... we're beside ourselves and, and antsy. And as we're talking, we're not even facing the microphone because we're both looking out the window in the direction where we think he would be headed um, based on where that gate is and, you know, where there's big curbs in the street and where there's not that sort of thing. Yeah. So we'll find hopefully him. next time we talk to y'all, we'll have a good update on, on the whereabouts of Lenny. Uh, but right now we're just beside ourselves and uh, really freaking out, mm-hmm. to be honest. So thanks for starting with a glum one, babe. Really appreciate it. I definitely said we should start with our background. But... <laughs> I'd appreciate it if you don't bring that up again. Okay. okay. <laughs> Perfect. That was a joke because I brought it up. Did you get it? See what I did there? Yeah. Good. Awesome. So, okay. So you want to talk about your background. Okay. Well, not talk about yourself. mine. I'm talking about our background. Our background. Yeah. Oh, our background together? Yeah. Or even prior. Yeah. Oh, oh, or prior. Okay. Cool. Let me, all right, I'll do you and then you can do me. I didn't think it was going to be that kind of show. Okay. Anyway. Um, so Anthony grew up loving turtles. That was funny, by the way. Well, we'll see. Okay. Um, Due to his father, um, who was uh, also his best friend, um, and his aunt, who he was very close with, used to take him to go catch turtles. And so he grew up uh, as turtles and reptiles being his hobby. How am I doing so far? Yeah, really good so far. Yeah. Uh, He went to college. He played basketball. He still had some turtles and tortoises and left college. He went to school in Rhode Island. Yeah, that's right. Um, and came back home, moved in with his parents, and he had a gorgeous sponge-painted wall. I did. Sponge-painted walls in the bedroom. That was from before we moved in. That was not from, like, my <laughs> youth and then never painted him back. I, um, just, I just didn't care. It's kind of like the car thing. I don't normally care. But why don't you yell at your mom and call her and start screaming at her about your sponge painted walls is what I'm trying That's to That's a good point. Yeah. I was not as confident yet. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. So anyway, um, he started working as a social worker. Can I just say something yeah. about, about the car and me just, it's not that I just called and was angry about the car. I was. I had asked you that morning if I could take our nicer car because I knew I would be in a funeral procession for my great aunt who is like the matriarch of my family and was a colonel in the, in, in the air force in the sixties. She was a colonel in the air force in the sixties. Right. And I was going to be in the very beginning of her funeral procession in my car that looked like it was chewed up and spit off a cliff. Okay. When we have a beautiful $40,000 car that I could have driven there. Right. And looked like a normal human being. Right. And you said no. Okay. Is that better? Well, that's okay. That's, uh, you know, everyone has like their own opinion. That's what happened. I'm a planner. That's what happened. Yeah. So I'm very organized. I'm detail oriented. I'm a planner. So um, if we wanted to backtrack 24 hours, I think I made it super clear to my husband that on that Thursday morning, I would be doing my weekly trip to Stu Leonard's where we buy $500 worth of groceries with my two children and mm-hmm. um, made it pretty clear that, you know, I need that car because blah, blah, blah. And then around like 15 minutes before he left, he said, hey, can I take your car? 
Here's the thing that you don't realize, okay? Is when you were very clear to me, I was probably scrolling through Facebook. Exactly. The Facebook feed or responding to a messenger text from right. somebody wanting to know my right. thoughts on so I, South American I'll turtles. tell them my little theory that's an yeah. MP, not my problem. Okay. All right. Agree to disagree. But this is what <laughs> happens. See, I think we're both in the wrong here a little bit. You you don't think you're in the wrong at all. She's looking at me, folks, right now. All I'm saying is yeah. a heads up. I could have changed I agree. the groceries. I agree. I'm going to own my part of that. But my request was not that outlandish. But did you remember that the day before you took my car too? Because you had to do some sort of turtle transfer as well? Yes, I do. So I have been home stuck with our children for 24 hours, hadn't left. You've been stuck home since March. So don't act like that's a big deal and try to get sympathy votes from somebody who's like, oh my gosh, stuck home for 24 hours. Anyway, anyway why are we back to this again? Be because. That's why. Because. Okay. Okay. So he, was, he moved back in with his parents. Sponge painted walls. Sponge painted walls. Gorgeous walls. Bunch of little turtles and tanks. Um, yeah. And became a social worker. And then we met. Yes. I mean, there were lots of things in between there, you know, but. Yeah. That's kind of his stuff. And then has continued with the turtles and tortoises uh, yeah. to the point where he neglects his family. Don't you dare. <laughs> Don't you even dare. I do not. I do okay, not. your turn. Um, so this is Shannon. And in addition to being the bane of my existence, as you can tell, <laughs> she also is the love of my life. Um, she grew up in, in South Meriden. We, we, grew, we grew up going to the same place to feed the ducks with our families, Hubbard Park. I don't, I don't want people to know like where I live. That's okay. okay. I already did. Okay. It happened. That's where you grew up. Okay. You don't even, you don't live there anymore. Okay. Just, you know how I feel about that. Jeez. So we're from Connecticut. Uh, yeah. Anyway. So, um, she was a very active kid, very cute kid, very skinny kid. <laughs> and, um, she did dance, not very coordinated though, that sort of thing. Uh, played tennis and volleyball, uh, an uncoordinated athlete, like my friend, John Weir, who, who was my co-host on the podcast at the beginning. Um, you know, quite an athlete, quite athletic, but the type of athlete who just falls on the floor every minute of every match right that's fair to say yeah yeah i think yeah. so um yeah so let me just say that it's gonna it's it's going to be surprising to my past teammates that my kids get their sense of balance from dad let's just put it that way right because i've been relatively uncoordinated in my youth as well so our kids are doomed but um you also went to school in rhode island Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. we, we were at some of the same places, but we didn't know it. Might have been. We didn't know each other. Midnight Madness, 2004. Oh my God. We both were there. I'm telling you. Was it 2004, 2003? That was 2004. 2004. 2004. At mm -hmm. the Butterworth Center. What's it called that they play? Keeney. Keeney. That's where URI play, right. plays their games. So she was at URI. I was at RIC, University of Rhode Island versus Rhode Island College. So, um, yeah, 
not that anyone cares necessarily, but we went to school in the same town, the same uh, state, went to a lot of the same places and stuff like that, but never met until we were both working as social workers and both of us kind of got that job because we needed a job, but then it turned into a little bit of a career and we spent several years. We met through a mutual client who we were both working with, although we worked at different places. And I believe in love at first sight. Definitely. I was into you the moment I saw you. I was. Not mutual. <laughs> yeah, I said it was. Yeah. Um, I was single. She had a boyfriend. That was story. <laughs> you know how that goes. Um, yeah. And then uh, I had a client who was there, sweetest client, who said something like, did you tell her about your turtles? I was like, shut up. I'm trying to mack it right now. Don't Don't embarrass me. I didn't really tell her to shut up. That would be unprofessional, but I thought it, that's for sure. <laughs> so yeah, we, uh, pretty serious, pretty hot and heavy, pretty early, pretty serious, move fast. And then the rest, as they say is, I don't mean sexually. I mean, in right. terms of our relationship, yeah, okay. you know, we're spending clear. a lot of time together, you know, Yeah. and, and bought a house together pretty early. Yeah. Yeah. Like within like six months. We were like getting a place together. No, you proposed in six months. Oh, proposed in yeah. six months. Okay, sorry. Mm -hmm. And then bought a house after that and then got married, got some dogs, got some kids, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah. But then my goal was always the turtle thing. Like I can remember in college wanting to have a sulcata breeding farm in the South. That was my goal. Yeah. Yeah. That's definitely not where my head was at in college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and fair enough. Right. I had other goals on the side too, which were probably your primary side, like, you know, date an attractive person. Right. Definitely. Fornicate in a stairwell. No, I don't think we had the same goals at that point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a joke. Right. That was just like a right. test. I made myself uncomfortable. I'm sorry. Yeah. So it was a it was a joke about college and right. like the absurdity of right of college and you know right. that sort of stuff loneliness and weird social gatherings and a whole bunch of testosterone and estrogen thrown around and mixed up and you know what I mean yeah, I focused a lot on school so I don't really really <laughs> your transfer records would, would suggest <laughs> otherwise but no big deal Okay. There we go. And your boyfriend records. Okay. But that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's for another show. Right. We'll get into past relationships <laughs> somewhere around episode On three mental or four. health. Um, during mental health month, we will go over my <laughs> <past> <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Oh. So so my eternal obsession, it really hasn't grown. The collection has grown. Well, we disagree on this. When I met Anthony, he definitely had turtles and tortoises. I know he had a friend named Steve who he talked to all the time. Um, and then, you know, we bought our own house, so he got more animals. But then to me, it just became like this obsession. And maybe I just didn't see it in the beginning because... Like we were out, like always busy doing things and whatever, but now we just sit at home and. Well, this is something that we've talked about a lot yeah. and something I've thought about a lot. And, and, and a really important part of the, the health of our relationship 
has has been directly tied to where you and I are on the turtle nonsense because, and I'll call it nonsense because it really is in the eyes of a normal person. It's nonsense to me. It's my life's work. It's, it's, you know, I think the point of this podcast is everybody, whether it's turtles or something else, you know, some people are into cars or some people are into video games, like, you know, to have a significant other, have a hobby that just consumes them, I think is very uh, tricky, especially when you have children. I think if you're single and you have your own separate set of hobbies, that's one thing, but um, the type of parent I am, my children basically are my hobby and probably will be until they are 40 and I'll let them leave the house. But, you go, girl. Um, but what I was trying to say, if right. I could respectfully cut you yeah, off. Yeah, of course. Uh, is, is that you really wanted that truck? No, <laughs> I, that, that's not what I was going to say. Um, in, in the past, we, we would, the turtles, and this is something you said. And when you said it, it really clicked for me. And it's, some, it's, it's really simple and it just makes sense. But in the beginning, turtles brought us together. Well, I don't think they brought us together. They did. They did because we did things together and it's something we bonded on early. You had a a bachelor's degree in biology. You had an interest in animals. So we would go to nature centers. We would go to reptile shows. We would go out hiking or herping to try to find, you know, animals in the wild and stuff like that. We would do that together and we bonded over that. Uh Now, yes, it was something, it was doing things that I wanted to do. But I included you and you enjoyed doing them to a point. Yeah. Not crazy. I'm not right. going to look back and say the grass was greener then and everything, blah, blah, blah. Right. But we enjoyed that time together. Then, you know, when we made the turtle room and it started to grow and we had other things going on and I had a growing collection of animals and was working with different species and, and collaborating with different people who I hadn't in the past it began, you know, s- slowly over time, I would start taking phone calls responding to emails from people in Europe who wanted to talk about X species, that sort of thing. And it started to pull me away a little bit. And then that started to create a strain on our relationship because now instead of bringing us together, it was bringing us apart and it was taking my attention and my time and pulling me in the opposite direction from where you were. Mm-hmm. And you would say, tell me about turtles. Talk to me about turtles. I, I want to be involved, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, absolutely. Well, what do you want me to say? And then this other person asked me a specific question and I just answer it real quick. And then, you know, add that a hundred times in a day. And now I spent a good portion of the day going in the opposite of direction of where you are. Mm-hmm. So that started to pull us apart. But then we talked about it and we worked through it. And is life perfect now? No, absolutely not. But I try to make the effort. I don't make the effort every day, like hugely, but I always am, try to be cognizant of it and, and be there for you and the girls right. um, so that I'm not getting pulled in that opposite direction all the time. And it's worked out, I think. I mean, I, you know, I, I have a, a new career after being burnt out in social work and really not being able to go anywhere else without getting a master's degree in MSW. Um, which I really didn't want to do, but was kind of convincing myself to do or really toying with the idea a lot. But, you know, now I'm working in veterinary medicine and and running an animal hospital because of the turtle stuff. 
So it hasn't been that foolish. No. Are you kidding me? Well, I thought you're still going. I've, I haven't spoken for 10 seconds. <laughs> Help me fill yeah, the dead air. What I are mean, your thoughts um, on this? Yeah, definitely. I think there are moments where it brings us together. It, again, it was easier prior to kids. Yeah, well, kids complicate everything um, because it's a huge part of your life now. But, um, you know, it's, it's difficult for me because, like I said, I don't really... I mean, I like to read. I like listening to podcasts. All of those things I'm not doing right now due to COVID and being home with the kids. Right. But, um, you know, prior to that, there were things I enjoyed doing, but it wasn't like hobbies per se. I, I don't know. This is like, you know, it's just consuming, it's just yeah. consuming. And um, there are moments where I think you balance it really well. And then there are moments where I worry that you're missing out on on things at home but i think in general things have gotten much better yeah it's tough too because like our kids are still young so yeah. they're at an age where you you can't like bring them along when stuff's happening all the time and they're not super into turtles right right so that's a challenge in itself right. too like you know you guys the three of you you and you and the girls it's like Let's just lay down and watch a movie that we watched 600 times. And I'm like a busybody around Let's the house. Let's not show you can join us for manicures and pedicures. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You yeah. could go to Magic Kingdom with us. Right. Just small asks, really. <laughs> small asks. Just, yeah, let's include daddy. It's, you know, so what if it's 60 bucks for a pedicure? Let's include him so that he feels like he's part of the team, even though that's not something he wants and it's a waste of $60. Anyone who's pregnant and is listening to this, my recommendation is don't let your kids know what a real pedicure is because they don't. Our daughters are three and five and they specifically. Three and six now. Oh, three and six. And they specifically do not just want the water on. They want the spa pedicure, which is $65. Um, and that includes essential oils in the water. <laughs> Central oils in the water is what she said. Um, you know, they're pretty, they're classy gals. I don't know what to tell you. It makes my stomach churn. <laughs> the whole thing. Like if, cause how I grew up, like honestly, a cereal box was like the best toy. Right. Yeah. And these kids like have everything. It's really tough to instill that in them, especially when you have. Shannon in your house. Sorry, honey. With all due respect. Wow. We have different views of things. Yeah. Shannon will go yard sailing with me, but it has to be down by the shore where it's a beautiful drive. Um, and we probably won't do that again until like 2026 at this point with, with the pandemic and everything. Funny story about that. I'm like mortified to go yard sailing. I don't know why. There's just something like skeevy about it. Although like, you know, I know it's not. It just grosses me out. So Anthony last year made me before we went to a family event down in a very like very nice area. He asked if we could go just drive around and go stop at places and I was mortified so I like was hiding in the car and he'd go pop into these places. And then we get to my cousin's house and their friend is over and he's like Hey, weren't you guys just at that tag sale down the street and I was so mad at him. <laughs> 
but this, he saw us because he was at the tag sale but no i don't i think he's just like he was a landscaper so he was like on the road or something but anyway it's important to be a part of things like that so what for anthony's birthday last year we went yard sailing um in a very fancy town where you know it could make him happy but also make me happy the one nobody knew who i was and two <laughs> prestigious stuff they have nice things yeah they do they sell things that what was people... that rug the bear rug or something the animal rug remember that one like no. the sun was like beating on us and that guy oh. it was like some sort of animal rug. oh yeah the guy was trying to they were they were haggling yeah over this. yeah she had a bunch of exotic furs and things yeah it was very um i don't know unsettling anyone... <laughs> i bought some fake plants from her though I don't know if anyone's seen Zootopia, but what did he sell the grandmother? A, a skunk butt rug? You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, See, this goes fox. back to me not having hobbies. This goes back to me talking and referring to Disney movies. Well, I'm hoping we can get a couple pop culture references in if you don't sure, mind. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. So yeah. anyway, I don't know how we got the At tag sale thing, but... I think just because you sound extra bougie. Oh, and right. And I made a comment. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's how. I didn't, I'm not, I'm not bougie. You are bougie. To a normal person, you are. You're not blue collar. I know what a hard worker you are. Right. You're, you're just, you, you have a certain sophistication, which I love about you, but it's now that it's being instilled into my daughters, it scares the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> we got cut off we don't know how this new platform works and apparently we have to record in 30 minute increments so we're gonna that's good we're gonna navigate that next time it'll next time we'll know yeah so here same team ready mind mouth ready okay so when it gets to 30 minutes again we're gonna have to like right get ready to stop right so that it's a smoother transition does that sound like a plan yeah okay that sounds like a plan so where were we uh, you? you were talking about how you hate how I'm raising our daughters. Yes. Despise it. Right. What else? Garden State Tortoise. We... Ah, Cece Leone. That's what yeah. it was. Yeah. Yeah. Cece. Shout out to Cece. So... Little, I call her a little Cece. <laughs> no, I don't. No. Um, but anyway, about... the kids, our kids do like the turtles. Our youngest more so than our older one. Mm-hmm. Um, they both enjoy it. They like they, science. They get excited about eggs yeah. and eggs hatching. Yeah. Knowing who's. I'm just saying it's mom. not their passion. Yeah. It's certainly not their passion. Definitely not. No. They don't like the smells. They don't like the poop. They don't like the mess that comes with it. They like to look at it. Yeah. They like cute little baby turtles. Yeah. I don't think Madalena minds the smells and the poop. No. I don't think she does. That's the three-year-old who's my yeah. little buddy and the terrorist. But she's, we, she's me, basically. We all kid. did love Lenny. May he don't do not speak in, do in, in past tense. No, no. We had lost one before. This that's part of what's so frustrating about this is it's been a battle with um, with this leopard tortoise security for sure. But we had lost one previously and. He survived for two weeks in the spring when the weather got down into the 30s. That's a leopard tortoise from Africa. I thought he was a goner for sure. And then our neighbors walked over with him two and a half weeks later. 
But... But makes us sound very irresponsible as well, which we probably are. We try not to be. It's a constant battle to try to... Yeah. Take care well, of everything what's right. No, well, it's there's no there's no excuse. No. But let me make an excuse. We're in a new house and there's a it's a fenced in yard, um, existing fence. It's like chain link. Um and I secured the bottoms of the fence to make sure nothing can get under, and it was great. We have a group of of four leopard tortoises, which are you know relatively large domed species, and um I took in a fifth and we let them roam the whole backyard. It's a, it's a half an acre and they, they can roam the whole backyard and um, no problem. But then I took in a fifth who's smaller and he is really an escape artist, really. And he got out a couple times and we found him pretty much immediately except that one time. And then now we have this issue with the gate being left open. So it's really disheartening and, and takes a lot of wind out of your sails. And we are obviously animal lovers and um, all of us. And it makes us really sad no matter who it is, just knowing that this happened because, you know, we try to give our animals a good life. Right. But, um, you know. Yeah. I think there's a hornet nest right outside that window. Feel free to go off. I'm sorry. In a different direction if you want. (laughs) I'm so sorry. Um, why? I don't know. There's always hornets. Oh, there is. Oh, hello. There's always hornets, apparently. But interesting. Anyway, that's kind of the gist of our our podcast. Here is we're just gonna you know talk about the challenges we face um, with the reptiles. Um, I'd like to be very clear: there are no snakes in our. Uh, premise other than in our premise <laughs> it's not even a word premises, on these premises on these premises um yeah. uh where okay. are you going with this i'm just trying to be clear that you know you i'm really nervous about the hornets to be honest. you're like in that episode of the office when <laughs> angela starts talking and is saying nothing and after kevin just did the same thing like no we just told him to stop for the same reason you can't talk about I'm having sorry. something to say you're literally it's just... really difficult. I'm looking out the window for a leopard tor- uh, tortoise. I've got hornets, I think, making a nest right outside my office window. This is, this is difficult. I'm sorry that you have to go through that. <laughs> Seeing a hornet out the window. I'm really sorry that they're bothering you so much. Just a sight. I'm the one who's scared of bees. Oh, here we go. He's been telling people he stepped at a nest when he was a kid. His mother confirmed that is a fake news story that's first of all you know about my childhood okay (laughs) so to think that when i was like 14 13 years old that my mother had an idea of everything that was going on in my life if it was as traumatic as you say it was you would have told your family i stepped on a nest and i was stung a few times okay then in 2016 i was hosting some turtle nerd friends from germany who came out to see some american turtles and we were catching snapping turtles and eastern painted turtles to observe and photograph. Never saw anyone take as many photographs of, of an eastern painted turtle. They were very excited. Um, I went to catch one more and stepped on a nest, hornet's nest, and got stung like 20 times. 20? Shannon, all over me. You don't remember that? I was like, 
I was like in so much pain in bed. And then I go out with them the next day and I'm talking to them about how much the bee stings hurt, the hornet stings all over me. And I grab a net that's been hanging out my window and there's a bumblebee, like a big old round bumblebee that don't sting and it stings me on my hand. I didn't think they, they could sting. It's They can, but they don't. This is Anthony in a nutshell. Those pincher bugs, he's trying to, he's been telling me for years that they don't actually pinch you. I definitely got pinched on the back when I was pregnant. How is this me? You're, you're, you're accusing me of the same thing you just did. What? I'm telling you I got stung. You're telling me I didn't. Your mother said you didn't get stung when you were a child. That's irrelevant. <laughs> the point I'm making is I'm saying I got stung. You're saying you're, I didn't. And then now you're saying he does the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. You're, you're saying the same thing on your end, <laughs> which is the opposite. Wait, I had something I was going to say. I'm sure it was really profound. Because <sighs> it was something about the... Don't do that. It's, oh. It's not good for radio. My favorite thing when he used to mow the lawn before we had a tractor was watching him mow. And then all of a sudden you hear the mower <laughs> turn off and then he'd be running around the yard because a pee was chasing him. And then you'd hear the mower go back on and then you'd hear it turn off. And then I look in the backyard again and he'd be running again because a hornet was near him. I don't get to do that now because you're on the tractor, but it was always funny to me. Thanks, honey. <laughs> really appreciate that. No, like not like I wanted you to get stung. And then stung. I would say, hey, as a kid, I stepped on a nest and she'd say, no, you didn't. And I did. Like, who makes that up? Who makes that up? Seriously. Right. No, I'm not saying. And then it happened to me again, and now you're saying I didn't get stung twenty. No, times. I don't think it was twenty. Is all I meant. It was twenty. They were all over me. I'm sorry. I literally stepped on their nest, and they swarmed all over me. I was pulling them out with my fingers. They were stinging me again and again. I was grabbing them and smushing them with my fingers. I wasn't even smacking them because there were just so many, and they were like stuck in my legs with their with their backside. But see, like this is why I'm not much of a nature gal anymore, because. We can tell. Because. <laughs> we can tell. Every little fun little thing we're supposed to do. Let's yeah. go back. Um, 2000, 2013. No, 2014. Spring 2014. Um, my, take, take my loving husband said he wanted to go show me this gorgeous little area that had all these painted turtles and oh my gosh, wait till you see it. I was probably 80 pounds overweight by that point. I didn't want to do it. Because you were pregnant. Because I was pregnant. You didn't say that. Um, I thought I did. I don't think you did. And um, anyway, he took me to this spot. I had to pee. It was, there was nowhere to pee. I had to pee on the side of the road. And then we get there and there are, how many snakes would you say? I don't want to say because anytime I say a number, you tell me. I'm no, this one it. I don't. Oh, because on this one, you want to exaggerate, so it's okay. <laughs> I just want to make sure. So, oh, so you admit you exaggerated I that. didn't exaggerate. But you just admitted it. You just admitted it. I'm not admitting anything. Okay. There were a lot of snakes. Black, what, what kind of snakes were they? I don't know. Black snakes. Black okay. rat snakes. Everywhere. Some northern water snakes. Every snake in the, every snake in the tri-state area had congregated to this one spot on our faces that day. They were all right there. Not only that, they were eating each other, which was really uncomfortable. Yeah, if you've ever seen like a snake try to swallow another snake that's almost the same size as it, as it, 
that stays with you for a while. So, like, that was probably one of the last nature adventures I probably... Yeah, that was rough. ...said, you that know what? Rough. You can take me to an aquarium. I it's also have... Tick Central. That was a, That's a really cool location. That's um where... Uh, that's It's actually a spotted turtle um, habitat. And there are painted turtles as well, but there's spotted turtles there, which is really, really cool. So we went there to see them. Don't really remember And then them. it was snake again and <laughs> they were everywhere like the snake apocalypse that sounds better yeah it was bad yeah it, it really was but i love a nice hotel and a visit to an aquarium or a nature center yeah. i love that yeah zoos although oh. zoos make me sad sometimes but in general the point that you you should take home on this is there's always a negative always sometimes there's a real negative like hashtag snakes on a plane negative no i just like with zoos i just sometimes i, I know i know that it's good that they're not where they are because they're like being saved but like sometimes when you watch those animals they look sedated and like the tigers look like they don't have a lot of space to remember the, like the one that just kept going in circles and panting yeah but the, i mean yeah. Sometimes it's it just makes me sad. That's so, all. So any real nature um, or wildlife advocate needs to want the animals to be free in the wild, living their best life in the wild. Right. And that's how I feel sometimes about the turtles and tortoises. Right. And I'm bringing it back to that. Yeah. So when spotted turtles were outlawed in Connecticut in 2015, I was happy to not have them anymore. Now... I can be frustrated because I know that people still keep them in Connecticut and it doesn't matter because nobody actually enforces the laws here. Do you want to throw out names? I will throw out names. No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. I wasn't really going to. Oh. But, um, and what does that law, so, so then the question is, what does that law actually do to protect the animals versus, you know, making it so I can no longer, that was the first species I hatched in captivity in that sponge painted wall room in the closet. And that was a hot summer. It was like 82, 84 degrees the whole summer in my room because I wanted to hatch those eggs. You can go ahead and make a, a face when I say that, but that was a thrill of my lifetime. I'll never forget. And it was worth it. I'm not going to remember. Oh my gosh. Remember that 2008 summer, how comfortable the AC was? No. no. What, what you're going to enjoy is... The accomplishment. When you have severe breathing problems from all the mold. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and that'll be fine because... <laughs> There are four endangered little turtles that Aww, I hatched out. That's sweet. And I and if I have breathing problems about because of that, then I'm happy. And that's that's what this means to me. Right. If that's a good microcosm of kind of what this all means. But um so yes, I enjoy keeping animals. And this is this is a challenge I I I kind of put out there for anyone. You have to own the fact that you're selfish. So you have to own the fact, Shannon, that when you're at a zoo, your views of that tiger are from your own perspective. No, and I totally you don't know anything about tigers, and nothing. you don't know about their situation in the wild, and you know how you don't know how important that animal is. I know is. nothing. You're not considering how important that animal is as an animal ambassador totally. to save the species and other species in their habitat. I I totally understand that. And I need to own the fact that I like keeping animals in containers, and it's ridiculous. So for that reason. You need to do everything you can to do it the right way. So the containers, the enclosures, 
calling them containers. Semantics is important here. You call them containers, it's very negative. Right. Right. That's that almost it makes you like it almost takes you aback, right? Yeah. So um the enclosures need to be as naturalistic and as large as possible. So the next thing to consider is the fact that there are species that would not exist anymore if it weren't for private people like us. I know. I feel like you're making me look like I'm, I'm I wasn't like saying I don't, I, I go to zoos Mommy. and aquariums, right. but right. I just sometimes, even just going in our basement sometimes makes me sad for them. That's all. Right. Our daughter, Madalena has joined us in case you're wondering. Hi, Madalena. Say hi. Hi. Okay, good. So that's what that little random mommy exclamation was in the background. So animal related issues are always multifaceted. Why are you rolling your eyes at me? I'm not. Yes, you are. You rolled your eyes at me. Maddie, did I roll my eyes? No. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. So animal related issues are multifaceted. We need to look at them from different perspectives whenever possible and just try to do the best that we can with what Definitely. we have to work with. That's what it is. Anthony and I are both pretty open to, like, we don't necessarily agree with people, but we never, we try, I shouldn't say we never, we don't really come right out and say things, you know? Try to be respectful. Yeah. We have a lot of people in our lives who don't respect boundaries, and so we try to be really careful about respecting friends and families, uh, opinions and views that don't necessarily... Uh, that we agree with and right. I think we're like that with animal stuff too I mean we might see something or do something you know I think from an animal perspective that's important though yeah. because it's there's more than one way to save a cat <laughs> yeah it's supposed to be skin a cat um but you know you have to learn how to how to work with folks so like as a wildlife guy um there's a there's a project to, there are lots of trap neuter release programs for cats for feral cats and to someone working in the veterinary field that's that's a nice solution for a lot of people right. and my thought as a turtle person is well they need to kill the cats however i need to be really careful about that because i'm thinking of the impact on wildlife like the, these cats are a man-made problem that should not be there. And I think the same thing about cane toads in Australia and everything I else. I think you're getting too much like into the pond cast kind of stuff here. This is supposed to be kind of light no, and that, fun. No, no, it's not going to be fun. We've been, <laughs> we've been bickering the entire time. That's not light and fun. That's that's the wrong kind of heavy. That's like the dinner party episode in season four of The Office where Jan and Michael make everyone uncomfortable. That's basically what we've got going on here. So... Uncomfortable cells and conflict cells. So it's okay for bickering a little bit. I'm cool with that. But these are important issues that I think we, you as kind of a bit of an outsider, but with a biology degree and me as a real insider who is the cause of a lot of conflict in our household with the stuff that I do. Right. I think it's important for us to bring our different uh, viewpoints to the table. So that's, and that's what this, this podcast um aims to do what we're going to try to do so i really enjoyed this first episode how about yeah, you definitely as you're silently signaling at our daughter to stop doing what she's doing okay, hold on, baby. we'll be more organized the next time 
This was fun. Yeah. This was fun. This is this is uh, our first effort, really our second or third effort, but uh, I feel good about it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for anyone who listens and yeah. check out the Turtle Rooms webpage. Yeah. Hit us up on Insta. That was me snapping my finger because my little sweet vanilla joy is decorating my um, planner. My, um, so, hon, if you want to borrow my car, you better ask me now so I can check my planner. Nice. Full circle. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Well, thank you all. Happy happy turtling and uh, good luck with your interpersonal conflicts with, with your loved ones. Till we <laughs> talk to you next time. Thank you. Laters. Laters, baby. Laters, baby. <laughs>